Now, hope essentially is believing for God's best. Okay, hope is is uh, how do how do I define hope here? It's expecting the goodness of God to reach you. It's expecting the 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 the, the love of God, the kindness of God to reach you. All right. So hope is something that you're expecting. Now, the interesting thing about faith and hope is this. Faith works with hope. Hope helps faith. It's kind of assists faith, okay? In fact, I say that hope helps faith to receive what God has, has promised, all right? I'm going to go a little slowly here, but I really want you to get this. We receive from God by faith, but when we are hoping, we're expecting something from God. There's a difference. Hope expects to receive something from God. Faith receives from God. Okay, when you are hoping, you are expecting, you know, that the goodness of the Lord will reach you. You are expecting that by his stripes you were healed. So you are expecting that your sick body will turn around and, and you have healing. Or you are expecting that the city will come to salvation. You are expectant. You are hoping. You are looking forward to something. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Okay, when you have faith, you receive what you are hoping for. You are confident about what you're hoping for. So let's just look at the similarities and the differences right now. Okay? The way I see it is almost, I, I kind of, I've said it this way before, that hope and faith are like identical twins. You know, there can be twins who are not identical. In other words, they don't look alike. But when you look at identical twins, it's a, it's a marvel. Glory to God. You know, their nose looks alike. Their, the mouth looks alike. Sometimes they walk the same way. Right? But many times with identical twins, they have different personalities. Okay, hope and faith are exactly like that. Hope and faith are like identical twins, and, and, and I love hockey, even though the maple leaves are out. Oh, we have to pray for them. Some of us, Maureen, you have to fast and pray next year. Okay, the point is this, though. In hockey, a few, last season, there was a, the identical twins that were playing for the Vancouver Canucks. They were the Sedin twins, and they were identical. They looked exactly alike. You know, they looked, they, 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 the height was the same, their eyes was the same. It was diff diff very difficult to distinguish one from the other. Sometimes parents can't tell the difference. But the interesting thing about this, these hockey folks, is that one of them, I think it was Henrik Sedin, was the one who always used to assist um, Daniel Sedin score the goals. So one was an assister. You know, he could always pass to somebody. He, and if you look at the, the score sheets, you know, or the stats, you see that, he, that his assist ratio was so high. The other one was a goal scorer. The other one would put the puck in the nets. Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying? Hope is like somebody who is assisting. And faith puts the puck in the nets. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So they are identical, but they are different. Let's see the, different, the, the similarities right now. You know, faith and hope, both of them, they, they stand on the Word of God. Both of them are linked to the Word of God. You see, Bible hope, Bible faith is not just some nebulous thing that you just hope for you're going to win the lottery. No, 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 no. That's not, that's um, worldly hope. But Bible hope is always based on the Word of God. In Psalm 119, it says, my soul faints for your salvation, but I hope in your Word. So the hope is based on the Word of God. Now, Bible faith is also based on the Word of God. Bible says faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So Bible hope and, 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 and faith, Bible faith, are all linked to the Word of God. That's why many times when I'm counseling with people, I'll ask them, you know, they say, I have faith, I'm believing. I say, what scripture do you have? 
What promise are you standing on? Because hope and faith are based on the word of God. And that is why when we don't spend time in the word, our faith is not going to grow. When we don't spend time in the word, we may be hopeless in a place of despair. Because we're not spending time in the Word. The only thing that brings Bible hope is the Word of God. And also the, the, the Bible faith is the Word of God. Secondly, the other important thing about faith and hope that is similar is the fact that both faith and hope are linked to the love of God. The Bible says faith works through love. And the Bible also says that, um, uh, that hope is something that does not disappoint because the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts. When we focus on the love of God, you know, hope comes. It's linked to the fact that God is good. It's linked to the fact that he has plans for you, plans of good, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. It's linked to the fact that his word says, I know that in all things God works for the good of those that love him and are called according to his purpose, that he loves you unconditionally. Both Bible faith, Bible hope are linked to the love of God. So if you don't believe that God loves you, then it's very difficult to have Bible hope. So the word of God and the love of God are linked to Bible hope and Bible faith. Are you with me so far? Faith, hope, and love, they live forever. Hope and love, they live forever. Hope and faith, they live forever. We see that in Corinthians, where it's 1 Corinthians 13, 13 says, three, three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. However, notice what it says. Hope and faith, they live forever. Those are similarities of hope and faith. How about the differences? Kind of wrapping up now. As I said, hope expects from God. Faith receives from God. Hope expects God to keep his promises. Listen up. Hope expects God to keep his promises. Faith receives the promise that God is expected to keep. Let me say that again. Hope expects God to keep his promises. And faith receives the promise that God is expected to keep. Therefore, hope can make you patient. It helps you be patient because you're expecting that, oh, you know, uh, things are going to turn around. Things are going to turn around. You know, things are going to turn around. God is going to come through. His word is true. And then you're expecting that it's going to turn around. It's like light at the end of the tunnel. When you're in a tunnel and you don't know what, what's happening, you don't know where you're going, and you see that light, it kind of helps you say, oh, there's, there's a, uh, this is a long tunnel, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. That's what hope does. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Glory to God. Hope is future. And that is why sometimes if you're just in a place of hope, you're not going to receive. Because it's future. Faith is now. The Bible says now faith is. So faith is, hope is future and, 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 and faith is now. Hope is expecting from God sooner or later. Faith says, I've received it now. Even though I don't see it, I've got it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So basically, faith pulls expectation from the future into the now. It grabs a hold of that hope, the future, and it brings it into the now. The father of faith, Abraham. We see that Abraham, you know, God gave him a promise when he was 75 years old. He told him, you know, take him to a land, you know, and so on and so forth. He said he was going to give him a son through Sarah. You know, he had to wait, and he waits, and he waits, and waits. And unfortunately, he was waiting a long time. But God gave him a word. His wife was getting older and older, not younger and younger. 
She was about 89 years old. He was about 99 years old. And that word was refreshed. And the Bible tells us in the book of Romans chapter 4, verse 18, it says, Against all hope, Abraham, in hope, believed. Glory to God. And then it says, and so became the father of many nations. Just as it has been said to him, so shall your offspring breed. Now let's look at this a little bit. It says, against all hope. In other words, his physical situation was such that he didn't have any cause to expect anything good. Right? So against that background, his wife, even in her prime, glory to God, she was barren. But now at 89 years old, against all hope, all hope. Bible says Abraham believed in hope. So somehow that word that God gave him, you're going to have a son through Sarah, you know, somehow it stirred something inside him as an expectation inside of him. And the Bible says, so he believed it. He transitioned from hope to faith. He transitioned from hope to faith. You and I, we can get the word of God that gives us hope. But after a while, you have to transition from hope to faith because Faith is confidence that what you hope for will actually happen. There has to be a transition point. Don't stay in a place of hope where, oh, it's going to happen in 10 years' time. And then, then after 10 years, it's going to happen in 10 years' time. I remember we're believing God for, for the mortgage, this mortgage, to be paid off. And some, some, when we're praying as a staff, so Lord, we're believing in five years' time. And the next year, Lord, we're believing in five years' time. I read as a, uh-uh, that isn't faith. This week, we said, Lord, we're believing now. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If every year it's five years away, then you're in hope. You're believing in hope. You're, you know, you're, you're hoping that it will be paid for. But five years' time. Five years' time. Then it's 2020. Five years' time. 2025. Five years' time. That is hope. It's not faith. So now we're praying now. Because faith is confidence that what you hope for will actually happen. Hallelujah. Against all hope. Oh, Abraham, in hope, believed. And notice what because he believed, he became. He became what he was hoping for, a father through Sarah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So Abraham, in hope, believed and so became. Now, faith and hope, they speak differently. There's a difference with the voice of hope and the voice of faith. The voice of hope is usually soft. It's usually very encouraging. You know, it's, it's kind of, it, it, it urges you on. It, it, it encourages you on. It tells you it's going to be all right. It tells you, no, don't give up. God is faithful. That's the voice of hope. It will tell you, you know what? God can make the crooked path straight. Don't give up. That's the voice of hope. And it's good. It's critical. It's important. It tells you things will get better. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't know if you, 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 you know what I'm saying, but I'm just trying to say that that's how it sounds like. It sounds, God is faithful. He will never forsake you. He will never leave you. When you're in the fire, say, look, God is with you. The fire will not burn you. You come to the other side. You'll be okay. That is hope, the voice of hope. It's tender. It's encouraging. It tells you the best is yet to come. <laughs> it tells you the best is yet to come. Things are going to get better because the Bible says, though your beginnings were small, your latter days will increase greatly. That's the voice of hope. 
It says, press on. Keep going. Don't look back. It's critical. How many of you know that it's critical? It strengthens you. It encourages you. It tells you to press. It, kinda, it assists you to go on to live for Christ despite the persecution. It encourages you. But the voice of faith is different. The voice of faith is aggressive. The voice of faith is confidence. It's almost cocky. But it's not cocky. You know why it's not cocky? Because it's confident based on the word of God. It's not confident based on the, the, oneself or one's, you know. No, 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 no. It's confident because of what God has said. But it's confidence. Faith's confidence is not based on himself, but it's based on what God has said over and over and over again. So as you begin to hear what God has said, it gives you confidence. And when you hear it over and over and over and over again, what it does, it begins to give you more confidence. So when you hear, for example, oh, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, for example, you hear it once, oh, that's nice. You hear the next day, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hmm. But when you keep hearing it, goodness and mercy shall follow me. That suddenly transitions from hope to faith. And soon you begin to believe, even though you don't see it in the natural, you know that God's goodness is pursuing you. It's running after you. It's, it's chasing you because it has to because God has said so. You see, faith is confidence because of what God has said. Not because of any circumstance. For example, you, you may be broke in your bank accounts. Things may not be going well financially. But because God has said that he has blessed you with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, when you begin to have hope, afterwards it transitions and you know, I am blessed. I'm not going to be blessed. I am blessed. And then the devil said, look at your bank accounts. No, no, no. God says I'm blessed. So because God says I am blessed, I am blessed. That is the voice of faith. It's confidence. It's confidence. Faith is confidence. And it, it, it has a different tone, a different voice. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. That is faith. You're feeling weak. You're feeling unable to go on. But when you have that faith, suddenly you say, I am strong. 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 Because you are, you have, when you ask for the grace of God, the grace of God is the strength of God. Jesus, um, Jesus said to Paul when he prayed, you know, uh, for, for grace, for the thorn of flesh. He said, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect. So when you go to God and say, God, give me your grace today. Before you begin to see strength, start declaring, I am strong. Today I am strong. Why? Because you believe you have received the grace of God. Faith is confidence. It's confidence. You see, faith believes in breakthrough before they see the breakthrough. You're hoping for the breakthrough, but now you know you have received the breakthrough. You know, in this house, for example, we're believing for, for, for more people to come. We're believing that more people are going to come on the basis of the word of God. The word of God says the least of us shall be a thousand. Amen. And God has been speaking to us of, of people coming and, and somebody had a vision in prayer that there were babies all over the place. Glory to God. Yeah, we have a baby crying out there. Glory to God. Some people are pregnant. But God was trying to tell us, you're going to have a lot of new Christians. 
So guess what? We are beginning to prepare for new Christians. We're beginning to put together material for young Christians, young believers. Glory to God. Because we believe it. We believe it. Oh, glory to God. Hope and faith are different. I don't know where you're at right now. The thing about hope, the thing about faith is you have to be honest with yourself. I am honest with myself. Sometimes when I feel pressure concerning finances or whatever it is, I just stop and I say, Fule, are you in hope or are you in faith? Do you even have faith? Am I confident in this? No. When I'm not confident, I just say, Lord, I'm sorry, I'm in unbelief. Or sometimes you have little faith. Sometimes you have faith, but it's little. You know, there's great faith, there's little faith, there's no faith. Sometimes you have little faith. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You have to be honest. Are you confident? Now, let me ask you this question. The thing you're believing God for. I don't know what it is. Maybe you're believing God for a husband. Maybe you're believing God for a new job. Your expectation is that God will come through for you. Are you confident about it? Are you confident that what you are hoping for will actually happen? Are you confident that you're going to hear somebody call you when you're, you know, you're, you're expecting a phone call from somebody who you've sent an application to? Are you confident? If you're not confident, don't be, uh, don't be condemned or anything like that. Just go to the scripture you're standing on. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Just go to a scripture. Go to a promise because that's how your faith is going to be built up. Are you confident that what you actually, what you're hoping for will actually happen? If you're not, then you're not really in a place of faith. You may be in a place of hope. You're expecting God to move. But you need to transition from hope to faith because hope expects, faith receives. Jesus said that, you know, when, when Jesus was teaching the disciples concerning faith, you know, he says, if you say to this mountain, be thou removed, cast into the sea, and shall not doubt, and so on. He says, and when, and when you stand praying, believe you have received. That is faith. Receive. Receive. In Hebrews chapter 11, the hall of faith, the Bible says, anyone who believes that God is, and that is a reward of those who diligently seek him. Faith believes that God is. God is who he said he is. He's your provider. He's your healer. He's the friend that sticks close in the brother. He's a reward of those who diligently seek him. As you seek God in whatever circumstance you are, believe that he will reward your faith. Believe it. There's no situation that is too difficult for God. That is why Jesus said that all things are possible to, they who, to who believes, whoever believes. All things are possible. All things are possible. Somebody needs to hear that. All things are possible. Let's say that together. All things are possible to whoever believes. That's what Jesus said. And I believe that. So this series is going to dig into faith. We're going to look at the other description of faith. We're going to look into different examples of faith. I believe, you know, when, for example, God, Jesus commanded the the centurion in his faith, he said, you have great faith. And when he commanded the Syrophoenician woman, the Canaanite woman, concerning her faith and said, this is great faith. What did they do that Jesus was impressed with? We want to see the characteristics of great faith. Sometimes to Jesus we say, oh, you know, you, you have little faith. What does it mean to have little faith? And then there were times when he says, oh, you have no faith. What does it mean to have no faith? Because this will help us place ourselves. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It will help 
position ourselves and to, to evaluate ourselves so that we can get to that place where we can receive from God with really great faith. Amen. Sometimes we're even looking for great faith. Jesus said, even if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, it can do amazing things. <laughs> We're going to look at all, all of that. This series is going to bless you. I want you to make, make it a point. Try and come as often as you can every Sunday. It's going to bless you. I believe that it is really critical. You see, people go through stuff. Sometimes your, your bank account is fine. You're driving a nice car. But then something happens to your son. You need faith. Sometimes something happens to your husband. You need faith. Or your wife. Or a relationship. Or sometimes you lose your job. You need faith to overcome. Sometimes you're being persecuted. And this is a season when people, the church is going to be persecuted. We need faith to stand. Jesus said something very powerful concerning prayer and persistent prayer. He said when he comes back on the earth, will he find faith on the earth? And the church, unfortunately, is not, has not put on that mantle of prayer. Prayer meetings are not attended much by the church. And it's because of lack of faith. Because he said, when I come back, will I find faith on the earth? Will I find people persistent in prayer? Like that widow was making a petition to this judge, this unjust judge. He says, will I find faith on the earth? He's asking you today, when I come back, will I find you in a place of faith? Will you be in a place of faith? Will you be in a place of faith? This is a series that's going to encourage you to be a person of faith, to take a hold of faith, to understand what faith is. It's going to bless you. Amen.